Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I am so excited that you have chosen to join us for uh, this episode of Gen Z Today, uh, where we come together and we talk about what it means to live and lead for Jesus and how to follow Jesus as members of the next generation. Uh, Many of us in Gen Z, we want to make a difference uh, for the Lord, but we just don't know how or where to get started And I'm so excited that you're tuning in with us for this episode. And we actually have a little bit of an update. You may have noticed uh, the last uh, couple months now that we have been releasing the podcast episodes twice a month. So just for the future of the podcast as we're moving forward, uh, we have decided rather than continuing with weekly episodes, Uh, We are going to have just two episodes releasing a month uh, that will be more focused on guests that are uh, coming in as usual. It'll be the same podcast uh, that you've been listening to this whole time, uh, but it's just going to be twice a month rather than every single week. Uh, So we hope that you will look forward to those episodes as they come out. And uh, we've just decided that this is kind of the better direction uh, moving forward for Gen Z today. Uh, as I continue to uh, interview people and uh, and run the How to Life Movement ministry at the same time, which some of you are familiar with. And I hope that you all are excited and, and like this new format. And if you want to let me know, if you like the new format, let me know. I know some of you have really enjoyed weekly episodes, but we are very excited uh, to make these two episodes a month really count and be very exciting uh, conversations. So This week, I'm very thrilled uh, to have some good friends of mine uh, with me for this episode. Uh, I, as you all know, I'm American, but I interview a lot of guests from around the world. And typically, those guests are British just because I do a lot of work in the UK uh, with the How to Life movement. And I know a lot of people in England, and I like to be able to feature people from England uh, when I get the chance. Uh, The last few weeks, I have been... last. A couple of weeks. It's been about nine days as of this recording. I've been hosting two amazing uh, next generation British Christian leaders uh, in America, and uh, they have been visiting me. Uh, we've been in Chicago and Minneapolis and a few cities. And uh, their names are George Berry and Josie Galopin. Uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm so glad that both of you are here and let's just talk for a quick second. Some of you might remember George. George has been on the podcast before. Uh, Josie has not. So this is her first time on the podcast. Uh, But when I was in England about a year ago this time, uh, I met George for the first time in person when I was hanging out in the UK and and George and I have had some fun times being able to connect and hang out and Yeah, and uh, we got to visit Canterbury, England together and uh, a Christian history area in the UK and then just a bunch of really cool things as well. And uh, and then most recently, George, you got to come to How to Life, your first ever How to Life event. Where was that? Tell us just a little bit about what your experience was like. 
Yeah, so I came to the How to Life New York event and first time in America, crazy, traveling abroad. I think it was the first time I've been abroad since COVID and came with two good friends, Anita and Daisy. And we were invited to this event by Jordan, went to the How to Life New York, met loads of great people and really loved the event. We got to share a bit of my testimony, got to really see people preach the gospel, preach the good news of Jesus and to see a great awakening of, you know, Christian leaders and revivalists and people who just love the law with all their heart. And I came back so encouraged, so passionate about the gospel. And it's been great just to come back as well to the States. It's been a great opportunity. And I've really loved the event, especially the Birmingham one as well, where I led as that and preached for the first time. So it's been great to have these opportunities to really to spread the gospel and just to see people around the world come together and, and love the Lord and, and have fellowship together. That's amazing. And some of you might remember from the last time George was on the podcast, we talked about uh, he uh, helped start uh, the Praise House UK group, uh, which was a really amazing uh, TikTok British Christian community. And, and a lot of those people are still friends today uh, and uh, have been working hard to be able to impact Im- and be bold leaders for Christ uh, for in, in as Gen Z or Gen Z, as they call it in the UK. And, uh, and yeah, so George has been an amazing person. I feel like he knows like almost every British Christian young person in the UK. I tell him, I'm like, you know, everybody, George, like, this is awesome. So I'm very proud of George and all the ways the Lord is using him, uh, both through, th- both through social media and, uh, through much more ministry as well. And both, uh, George and Josie go to a really cool Bible school in the UK. Josie, can you tell us a little bit about kind of, uh, where, uh, uh, well, first off, tell us what have you been enjoying about being in the United States, uh, for, this is your first time here, right? Yeah, it's my first time. Yeah. What have you been enjoying about the U S I know when you first got here, you're like, I'm breathing American air. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, okay. Yeah. I was really fangirling over America. Um, yeah. Everything is just so much more bigger. Um, the food portions, um, the cars, um, the probably the weirdest thing, which I don't know if this is like TMI, but the bathroom um, stools, like there's huge gaps in the doors. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it just baffles me that you guys are like so like chill about that. And that's normal. But for me, I'm like, whoa, can I even like go to the toilet? <laughs> Hey, that's a very fair observation that people usually tend to make from around the world when they're here in the U.S. It is weird. It's kind of just the way that it is here. Some places, that's why you might want to go at like a Starbucks or somewhere where it's like a closed room, I guess. Mm-hmm. So there are options, but yeah, I mean, a lot of public restrooms, that's the way it is. And it's weird. And yeah, I know it's not like that in Europe and the UK. And, uh, but anyways, <laughs> this is not the uh, bathroom podcast, <laughs> but, uh, but Josie, tell us a little bit about your, 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 your uni in England. Uh, where do you and George go and, uh, what uh, do you like about your school? Yeah. So, um, yeah, me and George go to a Bible college, um, in Worcestershire um, it's a really great um, Bible college that actually allows us to get 
uni degrees. Um, so both George and myself, we are getting a degree in theology, um, which is so exciting. And it is a small Bible college, um, but it's big enough to, yeah, just have a really lovely group of friends, but then also know everyone and just live in community. Um, so yeah, I, I'm honestly so glad I've chosen to go to the Bible college that me and George attend. That's amazing. That's awesome. For those of you that are in the US and you're looking for Bible school, you should totally go to the UK. I think you'll enjoy it uh, for school there. So uh, yeah, I've been to your guys' campus. It's so pretty and uh, it's like gorgeous and really, really cool. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to hearing a little bit more kind of from you guys. Uh, Again, you guys are uh, young leaders that are passionate about Jesus. You are passionate about the Bible. You're passionate about following uh, the Lord. And uh, uh, we, when I have people, I like having people on here from the UK uh, because uh, guys like you grow up in a country that compared to the US tends to be a little less Christian on average. Uh, there's a lot of people in the US that don't really no, that don't know the Lord at all, obviously. And there's such a huge need here, but there's also percentage wise, it seems like it is a pretty, uh, spiritually things are, are pretty dry uh, for the most part with the mo- with most people. Uh, but for the people in the UK that I've met and that you all know, it, it's amazing the heart that you all have for the Lord, because it's like, look, our country might be dry spiritually, but we are passionate. We're on fire for the Lord. We want to see revival and awakening in our generation. And and to see your peers and your friends find the hope of Christ. And uh, so I know I, I love seeing you all uh, step up in bold ways there. And uh, and that part of our vision for the future is to have more how-to-life events and just initiatives and things where we can help mobilize Gen Z Christian young people uh, in the UK and in Europe and around the world uh, to step up to reach our generation. And uh uh, Josie, you were at How to Life in Birmingham. What uh, what thoughts did you have about uh, being there? What did you like about that event? Yeah, so it was my first How to Life. Um, I just loved the fact that young people were able to step up and lead other young people. Um, yeah, just coming into the presence of God. It was just so lovely to see everyone bring their different talents, whether that was music-wise, preaching, even just like organizing the event Um it was just so great that we can say that our like young people are like Gen Z actually led and ran an amazing um, event that, yeah, just allow people to come and meet with God. That's so good. So I want to hear a little bit more from you all now as we start kind of getting to our next segment. Every time uh, we uh, have uh, a podcast, I like to ask people to share a little bit of their own story. How did you come to know Jesus? Uh, what is the uh, the difference that Jesus has made in your life? Uh, how uh, you've been, uh, your life has been transformed by the Lord. And George, I want to start with you. I know we've had you on here before, but can you give us just like a 90 second version of your testimony, your story? How did you come to know Jesus? What is the difference that Christ has made in your life? Why are you different today? Very good question. So testimony in 90 seconds. I grew up in a Christian household. I made the decision to follow Jesus when I was six years old. And from that moment on, I knew there was something about following Jesus that was so much more satisfying than following the world. 
I struggled with many things at school. I often got bullied because of my faith. I often got persecuted for certain things like that. Would usually follow the world to avoid that pain, to avoid the persecution. But around 15 years old, I decided to get baptized after a great, massive, significant encounter with God at youth camp. And from that point on, I never looked back. I wanted to serve more. I wanted to grow my heart for Jesus more. And I found so many different ways of people supporting me and looking after me so that they could see the gifting that God has placed in my life and the purpose that he's placed in my life. And then lockdown hit, many things happened, but I got to read my Bible more. I spent time with the Lord more. And that's when I was going to social media ministry and I was able to make videos, able to spread the gospel with people online and see so many people come to Christ, been able to have this community and grow this community and connect loads of people across the UK together. It was very difficult without the physical presence of the church, been able to, to utilize what God had given us through the platforms and through other people. I'm now, you know, here today being at uni because God called me there and still doing social media. So being able to journey through with God and other people through that has been really life-changing and just so, so incredible. That's amazing, George. So awesome hearing your story and just knowing how the Lord has worked in your life and how, uh, how you've been able to help impact other people through your faithfulness to the Lord and your boldness through social media and, uh, and just your, your passion that really is so contagious, I think for uh, your heart for the Lord. So, uh, Josie, can we hear a little bit from you just about your story and uh, how has Jesus changed your life? Yeah, so like George, I've grown up in a Christian home. Um, but then when I was 16, I went on a mission trip to Kenya and I ended up uh, catching malaria, uh, which is just great and typical. Um, but um, yeah, I just got really ill and mentally, I'd never struggled mentally before, but that was one of the lowest points of my life. Um, and I guess I yeah, just started seeking my worth in things that didn't fulfill me and actually left me more broken than I've ever felt before. Um, and then one day I just thought, you know what, this is enough. Um, I know God has a bigger plan for my life and this isn't it. Um, so just in the comfort of my living room, I literally just surrendered all to God and I just worshiped him with my whole heart and I became so vulnerable in that moment. And Jesus met me for the first time I've in my life in that moment. And I was completely filled with the Holy Spirit. And for the first time in a long time, I actually felt healthy and renewed and healed. And after that, I thought, God is so great. And I just need to live my life completely for him in every aspect of my life. So that's why I've ended up in Bible college because I've completely given my education um, and career to God. That's so good. I, I love any time that we can get on here and just talk about what Christ has done in our lives. And for each of you listening to be thinking, how, how has Jesus changed your life? Because Christ has uh, saved us all from so much, whether it's whether we've grown up in Christian families and, uh, uh, and the Lord has kept us from stuff uh, or, uh, or whether or not we uh, have a, a full testimony that uh, we were far from the Lord. And then, uh, and then the Lord uh, came after us and, uh, and changed our life that way. Like we are all uh, needing of the Lord's uh, life uh, changing grace and impact, no matter who we are, no matter where we're from. Uh, and it's amazing to talk about how Jesus has changed our lives and, 
Yeah, and how he's the hope for our generation because he truly, truly is. And this kind of leads to uh, our our main theme for uh, this week, and uh, our theme uh, is vulnerability with the Lord. Vulnerability with the Lord, as we want to talk about, uh, just uh, for many of us in this generation, we we deal with a lot, and uh, for those of us that are going through so much in life. And uh, sometimes we feel like we need to just put up this face of like, Hey, like I've got it all together and my life's put together. I'm all right. We've, I've got this. And uh, through that, that's not actually the right posture that we're supposed to have. We are supposed to have a mentality and mindset of dependence on the Lord. And yes, we want to try to get our life together if we can and things, but at the same time, uh, life is is hard. We will have moments where we get knocked down, and especially in following Jesus and uh, and in that journey, uh, we need to be vulnerable with the Lord. And uh, Josie, I want to start with you, uh, and then and then we'll pass it back to George to hear some of his thoughts on this theme of vulnerability with the Lord. Josie, can you just talk to us a little bit about this theme and why you're passionate about it? Yeah. So I think. In today's culture and society, vulnerability is seen as a weakness, um, especially in this like self-made world. You kind of, yeah, it, people don't really talk about, you know, what's going wrong in their life. And um, but for me, I've kind of realized that vulnerability is where God shows His strength, um, and that's also where you really grow with God. Um, if you think about your closest friends, you're only close of them because you've probably definitely been vulnerable and they know stuff that not many people would know about you. Um, so yeah, I'm just really passionate about vulnerability because it's a huge part of my testimony. That's yeah, that completely changed my life. That's amazing. Josie, just to think about how the Lord impacts our lives and, and, and turns, turns our lives upside down uh, for him. And uh, I think for, for us to be vulnerable, like you said, in society today, we just don't usually open up on things and there, we're often very reserved and like, oh no, I'm going to just keep these things to myself. But I think it's so, uh, so important to, to be thinking uh, through uh, how we can, how we can be more open and vulnerable. And uh, George, can you share with us some of your thoughts on this, on the theme of, of vulnerability and, uh, and kind of your, your heart on this topic? Absolutely. I think growing up, vulnerability was a very difficult thing i think as young people we find it hard to trust our parents even though we know that they're there for us and that they love us so much so having to be vulnerable with no one but my parents or other people it was very difficult to try and find a way to do that to have strategies to say okay i'm struggling with this i need to go and tell someone about it because i know that the lord will help me with this burden and a verse that came to mind actually about this was carrying each other's burdens. In Galatians 6, 2, it says, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And that just reminded me that God is so good that he helps us share the burdens with each other, that we are able to share with people that we may not necessarily have a great relationship with, but we know that if we trust them and that they're Christian and they love the Lord, that when we share these burdens with other people, they will be able to take on half of it or a bit of it. And that just takes the weight off us and helps us not to feel this pressure of, I need to keep this to myself. I need to 
go on my own, be independent, you know, give it to God and that's it. Because we have community and community is such a great thing and we can't live without community because God wants us to be around other people. He wants us to be able to share with one another, to talk about difficult things, maybe things that we haven't talked about before. But once you take that first step, I think going from there, it gets a lot easier and becoming more vulnerable is powerful. The Lord speaks through it. And it is so amazing to see people step forward with their testimonies, to be vulnerable, to, to go out there and take that leap of faith and to not stay in the shadows that the, the enemy wants them to stay in. Because when we keep it to ourselves, when we're secluded alone, that's when the enemy attacks. And he wants to use that for his evilness. He wants to use it for his power. But we know that the Lord is above all and the Lord is mighty, it's powerful. And we should be able to, to come with humility towards the Lord in reverence and to, to really see him work in our lives. Yeah, George, I mean, we really are not meant to do life on our own. We're meant to do life in community with people and uh, to know that that we and that the Lord is for us and he's with us and he and he has a plan for us is, is so, so, so important. So, Josie, I want to hear some more of your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take you guys to a Bible verse. Um, it's 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 to 10. Um and yeah, so uh, God says to Paul, um, he says, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul responds, therefore I will boast in all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, and what really stood out to me um, about this verse is that instead of removing the fawn from Paul's life, God gave Paul his grace. Um, and we, we see that Paul acknowledges that God's grace is sufficient. Um, and here you can see like um, two, two ways of taking away a burden. One, it can be done by removing the load or the one that we see God do is um, it can be done by strengthening the shoulders of the bearing of the load. So instead of taking away the fawn, God would strengthen Paul under it. Uh, and God will show his strength through Paul's weakness, um, which is just incredible to me because it's so simple, but it has so much power. Um, and there's a really great quote um, that my guy Spurgeon um, says, and he says, <laughs> he says, uh, there must be weakness of man felt, recognized and mourned over or else the strength of the son of God will never be perfect in us. Um, so yeah, it's like three kind of points that you really need to like feel um, your vulnerability and recognize it and then let God meet you in that place. That's so good. Um, George, I'd love to hear a little more of kind of your, what's on your heart with this. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I struggled with a lot of things and one of the main factors was lust. I think a lot of us men, especially we go through a childhood where we are exposed to things such as lust, pornography, these things that damage our minds. And we often keep it to ourselves because we think no one else is struggling with this. I'm on my own with this. And that's what the enemy tells us. But going through life with God and growing my relationship with him, I've noticed that God is with me every step of the way. And that just reassures me that no matter the, the situation, no matter how I view the circumstance, God is going to get me through it and he will lead me to the other side because the victory is already in his hands. And there's a verse that came to mind again, Isaiah 41.10. 
which says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that is just incredible, just to have that image that God is holding us up by our right hand. He will not let us fall. He will not let us go back into the sinful way that we have once been delivered from because we are able to walk in the freedom of Christ because of what he's done on the cross for us. And being able to journey at uni, especially having that community, having those brothers in Christ who are able to say, I struggle with this as well. Let's talk about it. Let's bury each other's burdens. Let's pray together. Let's actually do a Bible study on this. Let's grow as people of God and expand the kingdom by allowing God to fulfill his purpose within our hearts. And that's just an everyday thing. I think vulnerability is often looked down upon because in churches, we find it hard to talk about certain topics such as lust. But as a generation comes up, things are changing. Society is changing their views. Things are coming up and we just really need to look to God and for his help to save us, to call upon his name and to see him work within this generation of young people who need God more than ever. And I just have such a hope that not only the people in my local community, not the people in the national community, but globally that people will come to Christ, not just because of they've had this one-time experience with God, but because they've chosen every day to, to build themselves upon the foundation of Christ, to allow that rock to be God and to walk through that every day with other people is just an exciting thing. And I just see God working so much in the uni, uh, in just general education and outside when we meet people, we talk to people and we spread the gospel. I totally agree, George. I think we, we are like, what is the, the, the analogy in nature is that like, if you have a bunch of zebras or as you would say, zebra, <laughs> zebras, zebra, zebras that are running around, if they are on their own, they're going to get hunted by the lion's more or much easier because they're on their own they don't have anyone to defend them but if they're running in packs they have community and they have protection and i think that's very much a good my mentality for us to have as as believers is like look we don't have to go out this alone and uh, yes we have an enemy who wants to devour us and destroy us and does not like us at all but at the same time jesus has conquered death and he has the power to break free any chain in our life. And for those of us that are believers, he's broken the chains of, uh, of, of, of being separated from the Lord, but rather we have eternal life. Uh, so we have, have that, but the enemy often still wants to keep us wallowing in the muck of life. And I think it's so important for us to know that, no, we don't have to stay there. We can take those next steps. The Lord has a plan for us. And, and I know uh, that's definitely my heart for sure. So, um, uh, we are running out of time, but George, I want to hear just maybe if you have any final like 60 second challenge that you would give to someone when it comes to vulnerability and how to be vulnerable with the Lord. Do you have a practical action step, anything that you've done that's helped you learn how to be more vulnerable? Uh, anything that you'd want to share? Yeah, I think practical wise, identify your weakness and give it to God because we know that God is perfect. He is holy. He is just. And he is, you know, generous. He's always there to give us his love, his mercy, his grace. So any weaknesses that you have, because as human beings, we are fragile. We are going to struggle. We're going to be susceptible to anything that the enemy is trying to, to have on us and trying to take us over and overthrow us with, that we all need to give it to God. So if you have something that you struggle with, that you need to be vulnerable with someone, then take those small steps and give it to God. 
pray to God specifically to help to have other people in your life to come into your life that you can be open with and and share your weaknesses with because as Josie said we share these weaknesses with other people and they make perfect in God and we just know that that example is so important today the living and uh, breathing word of God it's not just for a time back then when all the apostles needed there were all these people back in the old testament needed it but it is alive today so anything that you struggle with, open up to someone about it because taking that first step will make life a lot easier and a lot more powerful showing that God is working every step of the way. That's so good, George. And I want to pass it back to Josie here. Josie, what's kind of your final 60 second challenge for someone who is struggling with vulnerability uh, with the Lord? Yeah, uh, very simple. He already knows. So you don't have to try and hide it. He already sees, he, he sees your heart, he sees your mind. So he already knows. So you just need to take that step and just acknowledge that he knows and he knows exactly how um, to meet you and help you um, in whatever area you're struggling with or wherever you need to be vulnerable, he will meet you. Um, so yeah, just stop trying to hide from God because he, he knows exactly. Um, yeah, don't be a Jonah. That's good. That's good. Don't be a Jonah. And uh, like we can, we have people, we have community and especially when we can come together locally in our cities and areas in our countries and even internationally, like rallying together, like, Hey, we're stronger together. We are the body of Christ. We've got this hope. It's so, so powerful what the Lord can do through that. And well, Josie, as we're wrapping up, can you, would you be able to pray just kind of to pray us out and pray for the person who's listening uh, who might be like, Hey, I want to make it. Uh, I want to, I want to uh, live for Jesus with my life. I want to be grounded and, 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 and have more vulnerability and openness to, uh, to things. Uh, well, could you just pray for that person who's struggling right now? And, and yeah. Yeah. So God, I just lift up, um, whoever's listening right now, who's struggling, struggling with vulnerability, God, you see them and you know exactly how to meet them, um, in their vulnerability and in their quiet place. Um, so Lord, I just ask that you would just soften their heart, um, open their mind to your word and your way, um, and just completely come into their life. And I just pray that your spirit will fill them, um, and that any shame and guilt and whatever is stopping them from meeting you in that vulnerable place is completely broken, that Satan has no power over them, that you protect them, that they are in the palm of your hands. So God, I just thank you for this, whoever's listening, for your plan over their life. Um, and I just praise you for all the good work that you have done in their life and that you will continue to do. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Josie, and thank you, George, both for being on the podcast. And uh, anytime I have guests on here, I like to be able to help people know where to find them on uh, the interwebs and social media and all that. If someone wants to follow you, uh, George, on uh, on TikTok, which I recommend you do, uh, if you want to follow them on TikTok or Instagram or any of these places, how can they find you? So I've updated my name to George Berry, and that's two E's at the end of George and two Y's at the end of Berry. So it's basically my name. Spell that for us. G-E-O-R-G-E-E-B-E-R-R-Y-Y. Exactly. There we go. Make sure to find George on the interwebs. And how about you? Do you have, have, have anything? Yeah. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, you're more than welcome to. Um, that is Josie, J-O-S-I-E. And then my surname, which is G-A-L-O-P-I-N, Galopin. So it's Josie Galopin. 
There you go, guys. Make sure to follow George and Josie. And it has been amazing having both of you here in the U.S. these last couple of weeks. And, and, and for about another week or so here, uh, by the time this comes out, you guys will be back in England. But as of this recording, uh, we're still hanging out here in America. And uh, we're going to be going to the big Together 22 event in Texas, which will have already passed by the time this a podcast goes out, but we're just really excited about what God is doing in our generation. And uh, for those of you listening, maybe uh, we are about to be in major promotion season for How to Life, uh, the ministry that I lead, the How to Life movement. If you guys are interested and you're like, hey, I want to do something to reach my friends for Christ in my city, we are forming fresh new teams for the 2022 2023 school year. We'd love for you to reach out to us on Instagram, send us a message. We'd love to chat with you about how you can do something more to reach your friends and your community. Also, thank you guys again for just listening to the podcast and tuning in. Uh, We are going to be having, uh, like I said earlier, uh, we now have podcast episodes that release twice a month. Uh, So two times a month uh, on a Wednesday, on two different Wednesdays uh, are when the podcast episodes come out. So we are no longer doing weekly episodes, but we are still so excited for you to be tuning in uh, and to be able to listen to uh, the two episodes. I know many of you are like, there have been so many episodes. So I'm hoping that you all can uh, definitely uh, get to listen to these two episodes a month moving forward. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today Podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement, with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.